So excited to share Ready Set Real Estate presents the new live webinar series launching third Saturday of each month. The schedule is up on Eventbrite for the entire year. So join me on March 16th, 1 p.m. Pacific time, 4 p.m. Eastern for our next topic, repair negotiations, seller and buyer credits. Learn what credits are and how to reduce your out-of-pocket cost on repairs, down payment, closing costs, and interest rates. Register at Ready, Set, Real Estate Webinars dot eventbrite dot com. Again, that's Ready, Set, Real Estate Webinars dot eventbrite dot com. Use promo code podcast to save $5 off registration. Space is limited. I'll see you on the other side. for that part right there. <laughs> hey, oh, hey, Robbie. I see. That's why I like doing that too. <laughs> Lisa Lisa and Cult Jam were my favorite artists of the 80s. So I really do like saying Lisa Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I feel like um, the more I hear people say Lisa Lisa, Lisa Lisa Lisa, uh, three times, it's almost like magic. It's like magical words. It's like magic to me. Right. Uh-oh. I'm trying to make noise. Sorry about that. Yeah. This is like magic. All right. So it is Sunday, and we have an amazing, amazing topic for you. Yes, we've missed you, uh, but... Nevertheless, we always working on some good stuff. And this is building up to that time. Yes, it's February. We said the Spirit of Business mini course is launching this month. Uh, right? Just so you know, we actually haven't gone in and removed the, uh, maybe it's expired, the code you still can use and activate it if you like, but at some point it's going to disappear. <laughs> it's going to disappear. Make sure you say hi, say hello, drop drop a comment in the drop in the comments below. And if you're new to us, welcome to the Spirit of Business show with Rabe. Hey, hey. And I don't know, see, because I'm on. I don't. I can't say I'm looking for the screen, but I, I'm just gonna do this. Which side? You're on. Wakanda. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> and myself, Lisa P, Lisa Puerto. So Rob Bay, human coder, founder of Trill Alchemy, and myself, 
Lisa Puerto, when I wear this hat, I'm gonna come at you as a clairvoyant entrepreneur. Most of you know me or who are learning of me, also by my federal registered trademark super agent. So I'm all creation, all things fun, business. I'm just having fun. We want you to have fun. Absolutely. And make money while, while you do it. <laughs> Hey, I just want to say, hey, we got Wendy, the son of man. Hello, guys for listening, joining us. I'm going to adjust my volume a bit. I think I had a um, echo. So, Lisa. I'm, I'm taking your lead on this, sis. Hey, Johnny, peace. Okay, y'all know. Okay, let me just tell you how I never really know what we're going to talk about until life hands me a situation. Life hands me an opportunity to grow and it's like, oh, hey, there's your content. So today we are talking about um, filthy business, okay? Bringing your raw nature to your business. And this topic to me is so juicy. It's so juicy because it is really all about not only tapping into your power, but feeling your power and using that feeling and that knowing of your power. And I'm talking about your raw power to really be able to leverage yourself in business. Okay. And I say that, you know, I had an opportunity. I always have opportunities to experience these lessons in my real life, um, in my own business. And Lisa and I were just talking about how um, today or this week I made a new commitment to bringing in and owning in more of my raw power, okay? And it's something that I've been working on all throughout the week in my own personal magic. And as I started to make this commitment and as I started to feel this new resurgence of power being generated within me, I started to get these manifestations and things show up in my life. So that's where we're headed with this today. Lisa, I know you probably got a little bit of um, housekeeping to do before we really, really get into it. So I'm yeah, I'm glad you said that because I actually was going to do that real quick. So for those of you <clears throat> who just joined on, this is all positive vibes. This is a safe space. Be sure you tag someone, share someone. Again, uh, we'll drop the link in the caption, spiritofbusinesscourse.com. This is for those of you who are looking to activate your gifts. Uh, and really monetizing that in the form of currency. There's that thing called spiritual currency. When it's when it comes from that space, it's much more fun. It's easier. Uh, last segment, I got a coin, Rabe. She said, "We're not whore efforts, uh, effort whores." There it is. We're not effort whores, <laughs> which means you know, removing words like "I'm trying." You know, I'm trying to work out. I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to make this money. I'm trying to start my business. I'm trying to get my logo. I'm trying to do my website. Cut all that out. Stop with the trying and just do it. And um, no pun intended on or trademark infringement on using that for Nike, but <laughs> but really, just do it. Yeah, just do it. Exactly. So yeah, I'm excited about the course, Alisa. We're getting really, really close to the launch date. Um, things are really, really crystallizing. And the more that I see it coming together, the happier and more excited I am for what we're going to be offering the people. Um, this is for a specific type of entrepreneur. It's for the entrepreneur that is really, really tired of doing things 
the old way. It's for the entrepreneur that is really looking to find more of their own authentic voice and bring it into their business, that is looking to bring more fun into their business, more ease, more grace, more play, more authenticity, more passion, um, and really looking to really just tap into and expound on their gifts. So, you know, I always say it's not for everybody. We do have some qualifiers. And um, if any of those criteria fit you and where you are in your business, I encourage you to join us, the Spirit of Business course, um, spiritofbusinesscourse.com. And there is, there's just a really, some really powerful things being put into that pot that we stare together. I love it. I love it. I love it too. You know, it's so funny. Okay. So behind the scenes, just real quick, I'll share with you because we, in, in content creation and, and giving you tangibles. So tangibles are also known as opt-ins. These are good keywords, especially as you're learning and listening, right? You want to, you want to see how to do something, pay attention to those that are doing it very easy. So I was working on some of the copyrights, also known as IE content, right? I and and I was thinking to myself as I sent it over to Rob, I was like, yo, I wanna I, I wanna sign up for this course. <laughs> and I'm just and it's funny because I am the creator, co-creator with Rob with the course, and I'm like, yo, I feel like I wanna sign up for this course. And, and really what I'm saying is, is it's going to be a great reminder and refresher, right? Because the best way to, to know that you know how to do something is your ability to teach it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I am going to sign up for the course. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you know, I, I'm so looking forward to, to learning some of these really tactical things that you're going to be teaching us because like I said, you are, you are the master of action and so y'all going to get both sides of this. So, okay. I'm ready to get into this today, Lisa. Yes, let's do it. Go ahead. I'm still sharing by the way. I've got many groups. Shout out to all the groups that I'm a part of. Thank you. Uh, also the show actually replays on radio podcasts in the YouTube channels, both uh, Ra and I have our channels. So if you missed today's episode or you just chimed in late, please, if you're on Facebook Live, use, use hashtag replay so we know you're on because then it bumps it up to the timeline. We know you're there and we can engage with you, right? Uh, and also, I think that's it. And I'm I, like I said, I am sharing it to my groups. I'm part of over 80 groups. Thank you for all of those who have added me to your groups. <laughs> this is what you're going to wow. get. This is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So let's get into it. We are talking today about filthy business. When I say filthy business, what I want to know, I just want to get, I want to gauge you. I want to gauge the audience. I want to know what that word, what that, what that, what kind of connotation that brings up? Because to me, yeah, let me hear what you got to say. No, no, no. Go ahead. To you, I'm, I'm digesting that. Well, to me, okay, I see, um, I see a lot of programs that are geared towards women in particular, and they have a lot of things talking about, you know, um, tapping into your divine femininity. This is where your power is, your sexual energy, um, you know, using that. And then I see a lot of people that use this 
energy in their imagery and in their marketing, but they're doing it in a way to me that kind of takes power away. It doesn't really get to the heart of what I think some of these messages are trying to portray. So when you hear filthy business, or when you think about your raw nature in business, what's your raw superpower, Lisa? <laughs> she put me on the spot, Rashida. You see that? Rashida's like, uh, <laughs> Steven, she's put me on the spot. Uh, what is my raw super superpower? Ooh, I feel like because I have so much, uh, I, I, for me, my raw comes in my bluntness and, mm-hmm. and I don't sugarcoat, not even with my seven-year-old that's sitting five feet from me. Okay. <clears throat> and when I, as, as you're sharing filthy business, two, two things that, one thing that popped in my, my mind goes oxymoron, right? Mm-hmm. I say oxymoron. These two words, you wouldn't equate filthy business together, uh, typically, but then you start to think, oh, this has a negative connotation, right? It's like, oh no. What do you mean filthy business? And then when you go raw, you start thinking taboo. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I start thinking what makes me, what makes me me, my superpower, right? Is because I have the audacity to call myself super agent and wear some spandex with my little five two power back, not with the slightest concern of what other people might think of me, my body, what that might, what that might, uh, what message that might send off, right? Cause I'm like, that has to do with your mindset. I know where my mindset is. I know what my message is. I know what I'm doing this for. Uh, yes, yeah, so for me, it's the audacity to, to wear my brand, right? Literally at Kate, Spandex and Boots, I, Super Agent, I do that live. Right. So very good, Lisa, because one thing you have clearly demonstrated through your bold audacity is that by reclaiming that part of yourself and claiming ownership of it and saying this is a power. Hey, I'm in spandex. I'm sexy. I'm powerful. I'm a freaking hero. You are going to not only you want to respect me in this your nature, but not only did you do that. It's a certain element of charisma. It's a certain Mm. element of connection and passion. And you are able to really display a little bit of vulnerability in that that makes people want to connect with you. So today we're talking about what makes up all those elements, passion, of your charisma, of your power. You know it when somebody comes on and somebody's talking to you and they are reciting some information that is not their own, that does not resonate with them, and they're just really trying to just get it out there, and you don't have any kind of connection with what they're saying, you don't have a connection with what they're selling you, and you're like, can we just hurry up and get this over with, versus someone who has lived their experience, owned their experience, trained their pain, 
leverage that pain into a voice and into a story and tap into something very, very, very raw and giving it to you raw uncut. Those are the people that you're ready to put your money down on and say, let me buy it. So today we're going to talk about some of the elements that create or that um, lend you more able to tap into that power. Take notes, y'all. Every Sunday, yo, I know we missed the last one. However, this right here just makes up for that. I'm so serious. I'm so serious. You're not going to get this. You're not going to get this. Who is doing this on Facebook? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> you know what? They will be tomorrow. I know this. It's okay, though. <laughs> it's totally fine. Right. All right. So let's talk about this because you guys know I'm the human coder. I work with energy, I work in chakras a lot. So we are going to be focusing today a lot on the sacral chakra. And when you really think about some of the topics that we brought to you thus far, mm -hmm. we spent a little bit of time in the sacral chakra. We talked about training your pain, talked about being open and being vulnerable. And that's one side of the sacral chakra, mm -hmm. okay? But there's a totally opposite side of it that is when you are able to use that vulnerability and like I said, turn it into something powerful and a powerful expression. So today we're going to talk about, number one, I want to look at your needs, okay? And I want to look at this from a standpoint of when you set your goals for business and everybody who's on the line, if you have a business, if you're thinking about starting a business, I want you to type one goal that you have for your business, okay? And when I did this exercise for myself, I'm just going to tell you some of the things that came up for me when I did the first round of goals. Okay. I, okay. Had, things, I had things like, I want to make a certain amount of money. I want to be able to provide security. I want to be able to reach the world. I want to be able to have a certain level of impact. And all those things are really good and, and, and are a great first step. Lisa says she wants to scale her business. Okay. That's good. That's a good goal, Lisa. Thank you. <laughs> but it's not good enough. Mm. Because that I want to scale my business. That's a very, to me, a very sanitized, safe goal from a very mental place. And to be able to tap into this kind of raw energy, we got to throw mental to the side. And we got to go into something that is a little bit more primal. Oya Kali says sustainability. Okay, that's a good first round safe goal. So now we're going to go and try this again. We want to talk about how you would feel once you're able to achieve this goal of scaling your business and this goal of sustainability. And when you can tap into those feelings, okay, those raw emotions. So for me, um, I had a certain revenue criteria. I want to make this amount of money. But what did that really mean to me? Mm -hmm. It meant to me that I'd be able to prove everybody wrong that had ever doubted me. It meant to me that I would be able to buy things that I always wanted to buy. It meant to me that I would be able to get my nails done when I want to. I'd be able to get my hair done when I want to. If I could be the sexy that I know that I am. It meant a lot more to me that resonated on a really primal level. And it wasn't until I tapped into that level of why I wanted to do something that I really, really started manifesting towards those goals. So I want to scale my business. Why, Lisa? 
How would that make you feel? Oh, right. See, you guys are getting, um, all right, all right. This is all about transparency. I want to scale my business, and Rod knows this is because I want to be able to do world school with my son. Mm. <laughs> and what does that mean to you as a mother? As a mother, every it, it it's it's like my everything. I was here late last night in my office. He was with me. You see him in the background. Like it is imperative that he knows his time here on a Sunday at two o'clock. 220 on a Sunday when he asked me this morning and said, I just want to, I just want to lay in bed with you. And I said, I got to go to work. You got to go with me to the office for what it means to me for the people that may say, no, you got to, you know, you got to keep your son. I can't, you know, I can't do it. I can't come pick him up. I can, I can, I can. I say to myself, it's all good. He's my son. I'll mm -hmm. do it. <laughs> right, right. So you are able to tap into a feeling of reward, a feeling of pride, a feeling of it's all worth it, a feeling of he chose me as his mama for the right damn reason. Hello, that part. <laughs> My son chose me for a reason. I got to prove this to him. So when you can start to tap right. into the feeling, what you get to feel by accomplishing that goal, then you're getting to your raw power, okay? And we've been taught that that's wrong, it's taboo, you shouldn't focus on that, that's not the PC thing to do. Man, listen, <laughs> you better get off of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's one aspect of this. Um, so, Rashida says, Ashe. Ashe. Oya still on here. I want to hear what that sustainability, creating that sustainability, what she gets to feel on the other side of that. So that's one. That's one of the keys. Okay. Tapping into what you get to feel after you accomplish something. Okay. This work is all about feeling. It's about feeling. It's not about mentalization. We talk about this. The mental energy is a masculine energy, um, but we everything that we're moving towards is happiness is the divine feminine. Oya says she needs automatic automated income. She wants to feel free to live life on a beach, and there is nothing wrong with that. There is everything right with that. Oya, hold that feeling and tap into it. Okay. Okay. All right, Lisa. I like, see, I like that. I like what she said, and I love this because that's actually one of the, and Rod knows this, that's actually one of the um, techniques we use in the workbook for the course. She said, I need mm -hmm. automated income. That is very contrary to what society says about need, using that word need. They, you know, about it being taboo to need something, right? Um, because need is also equated with desire as well. And we covered that before. So this is, this, this is exactly what Ra is showing you all is that tapping into the feeling and the emotion to say, it is okay for me to need. It is okay for me to desire. 
it's okay. We have been taught and conditioned through our entire lives, especially people that look like you and I, that we are not to need anything and that having a need is a sign of weakness. And we judge people that are okay with speaking up for their needs. In the Spirit of Business mini course, we do a whole module on you going into and identifying your needs and not just identifying your needs, but being okay with asking for them and being open to receive them. Okay. So it's a whole, it's levels to this, <laughs> it's levels to this transformation. But that's, that's one of the beautiful things about this course is that we literally, we don't just show people and talk about these concepts. We take you through the journey of uncovering some of these things, of walking you through the process of how do you identify, how do you really resonate with these things that you need that you put on the back shelf for so long? Mm. I, you know, I, so I just love how we are so in sync. I really do. And it's so interesting. If you guys have watched the story and the evolution, you can, and I just have to say this so that we're very clear why we're doing this, right? There is an end goal for doing the spirit of business uh, lives because the end goal is to get you to a space in a place where you are fulfilled in your winning. It's so very profound to me that our connection, Ra and I, is merging the left and the right brain, right? The, the emotion and the logical. I'm all mental, which is why I can do, right? I, I'm very conscientious of my words and stuff like that. I will rewrite and reprogram and do where she, even as, a, as my, one of my spiritual advisors and part of my love circle and also one of the co-creators of the course, says to me, that's wonderful, <laughs> but how does it make you feel? <laughs> I ask me that all the time. How do you feel, Lisa? <laughs> how do you feel? Do you not know? That is a very profound question. I also have a, I, I have a degree in psychology and finance, people and money. So I'm all about the mind along with my natal chart, right? So when you look at, well, what makes you guys qualified? What makes you ladies qualified to do this? One, it's all in our natal charts, our birth charts. It's in our deck of cards. It's in, our, <laughs> look, we very clear of the path and it's, it, we're owning to share this with you. We're, we're owning that the gift we came with is to do this. My last name is Puerto means port. I'm a portal. I'm, I'm allowing you to pass through. I'm a conduit. I own that. I own that. All right, I'm gonna get off my soapbox. <laughs> so hey, Rashida, Rashida just got real with some of her needs. She says, I have so many. I want to feel financial freedom. Let that burden of inadequacy go. Ooh, a burden of inadequacy. That's real. That's raw, Rashida. Mm -hmm. That's raw. Tap into that. Tap into what that burden means to you and tap into what letting go of that burden feels like on the other side. And she did. She says an ability to give to her seeds, education, creative arts exposure, generational wealth, free the hood, buy shoes without checking the price tag. Boom. Be very specific. Absolutely. Specificity rules the subconscious. Terry says, wow, I love this share. Thank you, Terry. So it's about tapping into your pleasure principle. 
what brings you pleasure and being feeling good about it. So there is a sensuality component to it. There is actually a sexuality component to it. We don't have to go too much into those, but I do want to talk about the sensuality because when you can start to really tap into sensuality, and what do I mean by sensuality? Sensuality is literally being able to experience life with the fullness of your senses. So whether that's sensuality in nature, I get sensuality in solving calculus problems because that just, <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> I just shared with you, I just, uh, so you got my text that came in at two o'clock in the morning, my time. I was hella sensual. <laughs> like, yo, I just got this great idea in, in my industry. I'm just gonna change things, right? Yes. And I'm all in that. I'm all in that. And it's so funny that I, I won't give all my, my techniques and secrets in terms of how I get things done, but let me say this, it has absolutely a lot to do with being central. Absolutely. Mm. 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 That sounds like some, some, some magic right there, Lisa. <laughs> It is. It is. I, I tell you, there's some, you know, when I when I've shared this with both men and women, my intimate circle, they look at me like, what? You really? Yo, there's so much power around sensuality. Absolutely. And the thing about it is when you're talking about creating something that people connect with, if you can't allow yourself to feel what makes to feel yourself and what makes you feel good how do you expect somebody else to feel you like that's what you really have to to remember like people are only going to give you back what you are able to give to yourself and that's not just in business that's in relationships with your children that's in everything right right Terry, yeah. i'm still in fort worth love <laughs> <laughs> I am, um, yeah. Um, Rashida says, yes, me too, Ra. I love math. It's cathartic, girl. We, we should do some word problems together sometime. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. That's funny and that's really cute because <clears throat> you, you share that, that, you know, the things that excite you, how do you do more of that? Right. So that's a challenge we can put out. I, you know, we always like to give challenge every time we come on. I think for this week, um, I want to challenge the listeners and the viewers to allow more sensuality into their life, more sensuality, to really pay attention to what feels good to them and what doesn't, and mm. to begin to honor more of those things do. Because I promise you, you're doing a lot of things that don't feel good, and they don't feel good for a reason because your emotions are your guideposts and they're telling you that's not where you need to be. But you're so caught up in the shoulda, woulda, shoulda, 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 shouldas that you ignore what's really, the message is really being sent to you. Right, so concerned with societal projections, right? I did a post about this uh, earlier this week where I, where I shared on just kind of how people end up having this midlife crisis, right? Um, part of that has to do with signing on to other people's projections of what you should be doing. Mm. Hmm. So when you get yeah. to a stage in a place in your life where now you, you have this 
a mature sense of wisdom and you say, well, I deserve to have this. I need to have this. I need to do this. It now counters what people said you should have and need to do. And then people go, oh my gosh, he's having a midlife crisis or she's having a midlife crisis. No, you're doing what the, you want to do <laughs> that you yeah. owed yourself to do 20 years ago. That way in your life that you've been denying yourself. This <laughs> <laughs> is the Uranus return and Uranus is the planet of revolution. So Uranus come back around every 41 years to shake your ass up. Like what you've been doing. You've been ignoring your knees and your for the past few years. Go get that sports car. <laughs> right. That's what Go get Go play. And we hear that all the time. Go get that. Go. And this is you. Why repress desires? <laughs> mm. And let's talk about how those desires get repressed. But first, we got some comments. And I'm, I'm grateful for everybody that's on here. Um, Seven C's says truth. I'm a sensual being. And it goes hand in hand with spirituality. Absolutely. Absolutely. One in the same creative force. Absolutely. Terry Absolutely. says, let me see. Terry says, this broadcast is so needed in my life. Thank you. Thank okay. you. Okay. Welcome. Stephonia says, uh, that's <laughs> it. The perception of the nature of logic, what people think you should be doing. And people have so many thoughts about what we should be doing. Um, a lot of it is based on patriarchy. And so a lot of this feeling mm. does feel or is we're conditioned that to know, believe that it's not important because if you're not doing something, if you're not getting numbers, if you're not getting results, if you're not driving for results and you're taking time to stop and smell the flowers or in sunset or listen to some soothing music or nurture yourself, then they say that that's useless. Mm -hmm. This is the situation that's useless. So we got to really get over these conceptions about what we should be doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just love that. See, I love that this is resonating with you all, especially because it just reiterates the what we that is what's not happening in the open the raw conversations, the raw nature, everyone is, uh, what was your words? You said, we're cleaning it up. Sanitize. Sanitizing it. We're sanitizing yes. it. And this goes, and, and even, even, so let's think about how that relates to your, um, your brand, your service, your product is that, when you are resonating from that space, it's, it's so funny that I saw someone write an art, uh, wrote a book and it had like the word booty in it, naked something, and it had to do with business. Or there's a book called um, uh, Sex, uh, Branding is Sex, right? There's a reason why those industries make so much money because they're tapping into that power of sensuality, the taboo, 
we want we're going to read it in our ebooks on our phone we're going to order it we don't want people to know that we're we're doing it especially because currently we are in the united states and so that overall tends to be that cloud that covers a lot of the people here um whereas if you travel outside the country which my family is not native to this country I'm very privy to some very natural cultural norms in sensuality, sexuality, being curvaceous, uh, sexual innuendos, things of that sort, and being able to translate that into intelligent conversations or witty comebacks. Absolutely. And we talk about this in the course. I love it. We talk about the shift in business consciousness, and I'm not going to go too deep, but this is one of the major um, indicators in how this shift is showing up. Because we're not, we're not, talk about this in the course. I love it. Is that your, talk about the shift in business consciousness, and I'm not going to go too deep. Is that your, Lisa? Yeah, it's because I actually, so my bad. Um, Muwasi uh, dropped something that I want to comment and I'm, I'm going to now quote you because <laughs> I was like, so I'm like going to type and then it, it clicked it. So it's creating a pick playback. But he says real quick, passion is attractive in an impotent world. Muwasi, she, that's deep. That's so deep. <laughs> passion is not only attractive but it's it's so necessary it's like people thirst for it yeah because everything else is so sterile they they thirst for any kind of real sense of fire mm -hmm. let's see seven c says they tap into your underlying desires it's thought out all the way to what certain colors make you feel Absolutely, absolutely, and there. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you keyed in on that word feeling. So, what are some of the reasons? You know, when we start to look at why this energy gets repressed, I think it's really important. If we're going to bring people and tell them this is something that they need to be tapping into, we need to really kind of bring it full circle and let them know why you haven't been able to tap into it up until this point. If that makes any sense. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with, of course, the conditioning that we've been taught. I think a lot of it has to do with sexual trauma, not just in women, but in men. Um, I think that if you've ever experienced any kind of trauma related to your sensuality and your sexuality, and I can speak to this from my experiences with my clients, it causes you to completely shut that area of your expression down. It wasn't mm -hmm. safe in the past. So if you are a business owner, an entrepreneur, and you know you have issues with sexual trauma, this is something you're going to have to resolve before you can take your business to the next level. Absolutely. Powerful, powerful. Like if you didn't get that, please listen again. Rewind that part right there because you, when you start to wonder why your creativity is stuck, mm. guess where creative, creative force comes from? Mm. 
Mm. It's all the same. It's all the same. It's uh, it's all sacral energy. Um, I think beyond sexual trauma, look at your current relationship. Okay, this energy is all about control, and we know in relationships, whoever has the lowest sexual desire has control. <laughs> it's either whoever got the lowest desire for sex or whoever got the most money has control in the relationship. We know that women use that holding out technique to get what they want. Okay. Uh, that, drives, that, that just drives me nuts when I hear that. I just, yo, I just, that's not what I don't. Uh, I, let me just finish my thought. It just drives me nuts when I hear women doing that because I have a lot of male uh, associates, colleagues and friends that have openly shared what that does. And they openly will say, oh, okay, you're not gonna do it? <laughs> you're openly so, admitting that you don't, you don't know your power. Right. You're, you're confessing right there. I don't, I don't have any sense of my real power. Because if you did, then you would know how to wield that power, how to wield that thing and get what you want. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is another class. But <laughs> it's your raw nature. It's your raw nature. It is. You're it's absolutely right. It is. It is very, very, because guess what? Um, that energy is what magnetizes money to me. It's because I'm in that, that raw nature where I exude that. Why? Because I'm a woman that is satisfied and fulfilled in that arena and area of my life. Shout out to the, shout out to the satisfiers out there. Who are, <laughs> shout out to the men who recognize the importance of keeping magnetizers satisfied and of honoring the sensual and sexual needs of their magnetizers. If you don't understand the role that your woman plays in your relationship and in your success as a magnetizer of all things good and bad, you slip it. You need to go back to one-on-one. <laughs> and absolutely, men use it too. You're right. They do use it because uh, I was in a relationship like that once upon a time that when it was withheld from me, I would cry. Wow. I would cry. It caused frustration and now it blocks my money, my creativity, my productivity. Why? Because I'm using the co-creative energy and it was being used against me now. That's treason. That's treason, <laughs> right? Treason. <laughs> So, needless to say, that that relationship is no longer serving its purpose. So, mm. move on. <laughs> or perhaps it did serve its purpose. And it it did serve its purpose. Absolutely. But that was not where you needed to be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um let's see i think that um so we've given the challenge of of feeling more of being more sensual 
Um, I think that it's also important if you can really look at how you, this is something, oh, this is the question that I posed to one of my friends this week. I actually posed this to one of my previous lovers because I wanted to get a real feel of what my sensual energy looks and feels like. So I asked him, I said, give me five words to describe my sensuality. And it's not necessarily my, my sex. It's that magnetism, that allure, what, what drew you in. Help me frame this up so that I can know how to use this in business. It mm. is power, okay? Whether you want to own up to it or not. Mr. Creates, she's a, she's a beautiful herbalist that this Metroplex has ever seen. And she creates these beautiful body products, Miss Jack Body Food. Her spirituality is her connection with the flowers, her connection with nature. She mm -hmm. was a with a flower in her hair every time you see her. She posts flowers of the day. She's the beautiful, graceful. I mean, I see her as the, she is the Garden of Eden when I see her. And so it doesn't have to be overtly sexual, right. but that's how her, her sensuality is expressed in a very right. neutral way. Right. So, I, I would, so, and I just want to do the other side, just uh, just to represent our uh, masculine. I'm not, I'm going to tap into my part. We all have our feminine and uh, our feminine and masculine uh, divine energies. And I'm just going to go with what attracts and what, uh, what comes off as charming when I look at uh, professionals, entrepreneurs, men, and we see that, right? So we'll see that charm in the way they're expressing themselves with um, albeit cultural pieces, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Things that um, uh, represent a certain scent. That's why the perfume cologne industries and the oils industries are so prominent and they're so huge. Uh, one of the violin, violin, violin artists that I follow just released his own cologne line. No surprise because he, his team is tapping off of his sensuality of how he plays the violin. There is something very sensual about that. So he now has his cologne. So men, you express that and identify those five ways. And I think that's a great challenge, Ra. I, you, I mean, I have an idea and I think that is one of the best ways is to ask those who are experiencing you what that looks like. So that's CTA for this week, you guys, and you gals, um, brothers and sisters. CTA is the call to action because it's not just about watching us and dialoguing and having a feel good conversation. I will tell you, share with you right now, that is not what we're about, is about feel good conversations because you can't do anything with feel good conversations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Wendy Jones is like Damien Escobar. You do exactly who I was talking about. Yes. See, and she's following him, right? <laughs> so she knows. Wendy on it. You don't even know. Stephania <laughs> says, um, it's part of its purpose, whether it defines stunts or grow you in spirit. It challenges your sensuality to understand your connection to the universe. Absolutely. Beautiful words. Beautiful words. 
<clears throat> and she also says she's so honored. Thank you for the acknowledgement. You know, I thank you for being here and for your energy because you are, I mean, just a perfect embodiment of someone who is really walking and living and, and using, leveraging their sensual nature. So my honor. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah. We have the call to action, y'all. Um, reach out to them exes. <laughs> <laughs> right. So and it's okay because you just brought it up. I just wanted to make sure that I did catch it correctly because you said friend, previous lover. And I was like, good for you. My growth. Uh, and this is where folks who are listening to me get to see another side of me. My growth actually is that I no longer do what I used to call Black Widow, my former uh, partners. Like I would one and done. I'm on. I mean, there's no reason. But then I got to a space and place in my life and I said, Lisa, don't do that. That's not nice. You don't eat them up. And <laughs> Let me just tell you why that's making me laugh so hard. Because yeah, one, right. of, one of his descriptors was like, being with you is like being with the Black Widow and living to tell about it the next day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see, see, we see, this is that sister connect that we have that I've evolved. I'm an evolving human being, this the spiritual being having this human experience. And I've gotten to a space and place where I, where, I mean, I now have uh, worked with, I've sold them properties. I'm consulting them. I am their go-to expert, you know, whereas in the past, yo, hey. why you call, don't even look my way. Don't call me. <laughs> So I think that is absolutely wonderful because yes, um, oftentimes I've gotten the phone calls that said, you know, I wasn't ready. They stay with, they would refer to themselves saying they weren't ready for me. Mm -hmm. It wasn't about me. And so that was learning that in moving on in the progression and the relationships and the exchanges of energy that we are having with our partners and people in general, because we're all exchanging energy right now on this Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi, mobile data <laughs> that, <laughs> exactly. That's, I'm laughing at that too, seven C's, exactly. <laughs> and living to, and to say it. And, uh, uh, so yes, I, I share that to say, I share all of that to say, um, that that is a wonderful space to be that you can now connect with another adult and not be in an angry space and say, you, I have learned this from you, right? And that oftentimes comes in the form of how to, how to discuss with someone, how to touch someone, how to exchange with someone. And same applies with business. I just consulted with a client yesterday, my central nature is guess what? I'm learning exactly what I need and desire in my life. I in, I infuse it in my business. A couple who's going through something, kind of a target of a scam, I relate with them. And one of the things that I did was to identify with the husband and say, do you have any comments, questions, or feedback? Mm. You honor his needs. Yes. Because he said, I'm angry that I put us, my wife and myself in this situation. He said, I am mad at myself. So he's carrying that, which means I now have to be very sensitive 
to the emotion that is very real to him and say, I acknowledge it. How can I support you in transferring that? And he said, do I have to still talk to these people? No, unless you want to. But now I've stepped in as your advocate. Mm. Beautiful. I mean, that's 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 like textbook. There you have it. That's how you make this real. That's how you make all this frou-frou, fluff, you know, none of this is fluff. Let me take that back. But that's how you make these intangible things real in your business and in your goals. Okay. You tap into not only your needs and how you want to on the other side, but the needs of your clients and how they need to feel on the other side. If you can answer that and provide that for them, they're with you for life. For life. <laughs> for life. For life. And that's what we want. Referral business is a form of currency. Unless you're trying to do one-time transactions, just that's the thing about when, when you're saying we need money, automated income or Z money, you have to first learn how to identify what currency is. Mm -hmm. All right, we're getting ready to wrap up. I trust you all found value in this and be sure to stay connected, subscribe, share, like, repost, see us in the course like we're so excited about this because this is genuinely being born and really being a response out of what the desire of the collective mind is what i want to call it right and when we we are shifting into this energy where people are so done with the fake and the imposters and those who are not genuine they will not survive in this next round. And I promise you that, which is why we're saying, don't get caught up in the amateur trending and seeing what other people are doing and being a bad copy of that. Absolutely, you don't have to be. You don't have to be. And if you have up until this point, forgive yourself and move on to the real you, okay? Spiritofbusinesscourse.com. Make sure you check out the uh, promo video. Really, really powerful. Very exciting. And there's more to come from that. So thank you all. Thank you all. I see uh, just peace and blessings from 7C. And uh, um, Rashida says extreme value. Oya says amplifying receptivity on all levels. Yes, love. Okay, I feel so fired up, rejuvenated. So that's when you know it's real because you have more energy. Mm. Mm. Into our raw power today. Completely. That's what it is. <laughs> exactly. It is the raw. It is the raw. Raw Bay and Lisa P. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all. Peace. Ashe. Peace.